Welcome to the More You Look podcast. Welcome, 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 welcome to the More You Look podcast. So, um, what would you say are the, you know, recent movies that are actually banging out there right now? That are killing it? Banging? Yep. I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. What am I going to say? I know. It's, it was on everybody's lips already. It was already on everybody's lips. I know you're gonna talk about the other day four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other day four. Idris Elba, Regina. I think it's Regina Hall. Uh, what's his name? Um, they've, they've got lots of. Um, uh, wow. What's this man's name? Oh my god. There's quite a lot of them. Uh, yeah, Regina King, Regina King, Jonathan Majors, and like banging, banging Western. You know, but, yeah. it has the feel of uh, it has a, a little, a little bit of uh, Quentin Tarantino yeah, kind of feel, feel to it. Yeah, I, you, I mean, he is like the pioneer of Western, in it? So mm-hmm. you, you understand. But you know, for me, I don't know, maybe because. Is the way the movie Nollywood has conditioned my brain. You know, because of before days, there were no black Western movies. So, but one of the things that I got to start thinking when I was watching it was that really we are slaves, really free to. Let me let me. Own I'm glad that I'm glad that you you went there. I'm I'm glad that yeah. you said that because you see the thing is. What people don't understand because of we know that the people that are the ones doling out history. If you look, if you look at what's going on in America right now, they are actually trying to censor this critical, uh, critical race history or what do you call it? They don't want history to be taught in schools. And I think there's a kind of block too in the, in this country too in the UK where. Um, uh, it's not something that has readily been allowed for the real history to be taught in schools, which I think is a problem because we know that the custodians of history, they are fond of trying to rewrite history or edit history. If you go way, way back, I mean, think about it. If you look at, if if they tell you rock and roll music, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? White people music, right? Rock and roll music was originally a black music. Really? It was created by black people, yes. Yes. Wow. Yes. If you look at history, there were black westerns, black cowboys from way back. I know about Indians. Yeah. Indians, cowboys. But yeah. I'm not sure about black. I mean I was reading I was reading I was reading something. I came across something online recently, so I just did a little bit of research on it. And apparently there used to be a time where black people used to be king and queens. And white people served under them. I mean, I don't want to go too deep into the race thing, but believe me, there was a time where there were black cowboys all over the place, mostly in America, and you know, and um, that was where. I don't know if you know that the storyline of the other the fall. Yes, they made it into a movie. They will embellish it a little bit, put a bit of fiction into it just to make it for dramatic effects and stuff like that. But what you need to understand is those people were real, you know. Those characters, they were real. Yeah, they were real. So yeah, for me, I I watched that film. I saw it twice, and the only thing I could think of is that we need more black western 
westerns. Yeah. I mean, you can't watch that movie as a black person and not want to see more of stuff like that. I mean, yeah, it's good. The acting, the, the cast. Yeah, and you know, another thing I like about that movie is that it's not too predictable. Yeah, which is ending, which is the problem that, I always have with most that films. Ending, uh, I kind of suspected a bit, but I never thought. Yeah, I mean, you get that feeling, but yeah. you just can't put your finger on it. That like, ah, I'm sure they are brothers. It wasn't until you know it sort of started because if you think of how they built Idris Elba's character in the in the movie, yeah, yeah. and he's not fighting back. It's supposed to be the best shot. Yeah. I mean, he's the, he's the leader of the gang yeah, of the yeah, pussy. Exactly. So why is he not shooting this guy? That was when I started, you know, the nickel started dropping. It started sinking in that. Wow. Quick question. Man. Yeah. This guy, the guy that talks too much. That was yeah, that was that guy. guy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Cherokee. Uh, Cherokee. Cherokee. Yeah. Cherokee Bill. Yeah. yeah. Who do you think was gonna win that? This to be fair, I think it was Cherokee Bill. The way yeah, the way they built the other guy from the start is a very good draw. But it, I mean, think about it. Much, yeah. The girl. Uh, what's her name? Puff, what's her name? Oh my god. That that other girl that, that eventually I don't want to drop spoilers. The other girl too that can the other young lady that went to rub the band. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. With Nat Love. Yeah. I've forgotten her name now. Nat Love's girlfriend, you mean? No, no. The other the other smallish. Oh yeah, yeah, the one that was I want to, Yeah, I want to remember her name. Yeah. She is even a better draw, a better gun draw. Than the other guy that died. No, 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 no. He she said, is. No, he said she said. You know when he killed Cherokee. Yeah. Well, when he shot, when she shot. Just so you know, spoilers everywhere. Just when, keep this if you don't want when, to hear spoilers. When, when she shot Cherokee, Bill, mm-hmm. uh, she said that guy is faster. That was what she said. She yeah. said it based off of emotions, though. But, because in the beginning of the movie, when the guy was claiming to be fast, the girl told him that man, even I am faster than you. Go back. I've said it twice. Yeah, she told him that shut up. I'm faster than you. I'm, I'm a faster draw. But to be honest. Amazing film, amazing cinematography. Uh, it just blew me away. It All blew right. me away. The casting, the acting, the Ooh, production, right. the soundtrack. Who was it? Yeah, the soundtrack. Oh my god. I, did you hear that? The fella? soundtrack, yeah. You know, Afro beat, proper Afro beat. The soundtrack was just. Okay, which cast was it for you? Well, for me, it was basically everyone. Everyone killed their role. Yeah, Regina who, King who is a badass. Who would it? I didn't exactly feel what. No, no. See, for me, I like she did well. Don't, don't, no, don't Re- get me wrong. Regina King. Regina but King was a badass. For me, uh, the person I liked the most mm-hmm. was um, that Cherokee. No, the, Which the, one? the guy that talks too much. Okay, the, the guy that the guy that brought the, some the guy. life into the uh, yeah, he, he, yeah. It was All comedic. It was yeah, comedic. Yeah. So he, all the serious undertone, yeah. Kind of uh-huh. I think to be honest, all he wanted was for him, all his life, he had heard of Cherokee Bill, yeah. the fastest gun drone in the West. So for him, that the whole his whole storyline was built to us having a face-off <laughs> with Cherokee Bill. So when he eventually met him, the only thing he wanted was to see who was the fastest. Because if you notice with Westerns, with cowboy Cassie stuff. That What's that name again? Kate Williams. Uh, no, no, I'm the, talking about character. Daniel, a character. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's Kate. Our yeah. real name is Daniel Deadwine. Yeah, yeah, but man, man, that all round. Oh, it's not because a black, you know, centered, you know, storyline, but I just, all in all, amazing movie. 
deserves a round of applause for us. Deserves a round of applause. I'm not sure I like Nat Love himself. I think sometimes his specials, this thing. His acting, yeah? Yeah, no, no, in the look. Sometimes the way he does his look, even when he's pissed, yeah. he doesn't look badass enough. But it kind of works with that kind of movie because. Most people, I'm sure anybody that was watching that movie would be mm-hmm. looking at, hey, Giselle Bar, how is he going to perform? Yeah, my then This guy was like an underdog and that is also seeking revenge. You yeah, yeah, but you know, his life, his entire life yeah. was based on avenging his yeah, parents' death. Yeah, exactly. So you can't blame him for not having different kind of facial expressions. You get what I mean? So, yeah, moving on, another movie people are talking about is a uh, army of thieves yeah yeah you can find these movies on netflix by the way you know the funniest thing when i saw the trailer i was like uh, it seems a bit generic i didn't see any big big men yeah uh, i'm talking about yeah i get what you mean yeah a, yeah a-listers and stuff yeah. Name. You yeah. Understand? A-list name. i didn't see but, but the black girl was in um, she, she was in uh, game be. of thrones i think she's still be Okay. What did what, what was that rolling? That this is our first. Yeah, like main, main yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. So, that's true. You understand that guy too, the vault opener. Mm-hmm. This is like his first main. Uh, well, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I get what you mean. 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 But I don't. I don't know if people understand. If people know that, Army of Thieves is actually a prequel to Army of the Dead. When I watched it, uh, the ending. Remember Army of the Dead? Yeah. That had uh, Dave Batista and Ghost that, from yeah. Power. The one ending, I was like, okay, that means there's going to be a part two. But I didn't no. know that. They purposely put that ending to remind you people. Because the truth is, so many people didn't even remember. Because yeah, when I started watching it, I thought, wait, I know this guy from somewhere, the same yeah, cracker. Yeah, I'm like, exactly. this guy was in another thing where he was cracking safe. Then I put two actors together. I said, well, okay. It was in Army of the Dead with Dave Batista where they were recruited to go crack a safe, in get LA, some money in, LA, yeah. in a zombie infested, yeah. yeah. And then I realized that, oh, Army of Thieves was like what happened before Army of Thieves. It was a prequel to it. Yeah, Good storyline. I kept wondering during the movie, um, that was the Army of Thieves, I kept wondering why they were introducing zombies to it. It was until the ending. Yeah, you know, yeah. That you understood that. It was happening. In real time, exactly. it was happening in real time. Good right. movie. For me, what I liked about it was was simple, straightforward, predictable, not too many twists and turns. You know, just a good movie that you could sit. You know, when it's raining outside, with our usual shitty UK weather, and you can just sit and just enjoy with your copper and your family, and well, without kids and stuff like that. Yeah. Have you seen Amina? Queen Amina. Netflix is an Nigerian no, movie. It's an Nigerian movie about the history of Queen Amina when she was alive. I'm sorry, people have blasted it online. Really? So I thought, because the thing with me is, when I hear people critiquing like a project, I like to sort of experience it myself and give my own take on it. And I'm not gonna lie to you, trash. The acting for me, one over ten. Production is great. Yeah. I was gonna add it to my list. No, no, no. The production is great, but the acting was woeful, man. Uh, the acting was just I don't Clarence Clarin Chukura, I think. No, I think Clarence Chukura was in that movie. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, she was. Yeah, she but was. the, the, the acting Sky. 
go watch it and tell me what you think. The acting was just, I'm sorry, I'm nah, sorry. If you don't I'm sorry. like it, then definitely. Nah, the, the acting was wasn't, wasn't much. Oh, no, no, no. The acting wasn't much. For uh, me. This thing, the movies that, I mean, the series that I can, I don't know if you ever watched Startup. Oh, yeah, I have that queued up. It's on yeah. Netflix too, isn't yeah. it? I've got, have yeah, you seen? Yeah, another movie that I watched recently with my wife actually a few days ago. Uh, was uh, Mark Wahlberg? He has this new movie on Amazon Prime called Infinite Infinite. I think it's Infinite or something. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg. Good storyline, but uh, you watch it and you think I've seen this before. Kind of. If you've seen uh, what's this guy? Um, the guy that does Mission the other important Mission Impossible movies. What's his name? Yeah, Tom, if you've seen Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise. in um, in uh, Living Dead or what's the, what's the in the Mummy. Yeah. You know, Tom Cruise was one of the, the mummy versions. Yeah. It, the, this Mark Wahlberg's film is basically along those lines where it really did hit home for me. I, I would want to give it sort of a 5.5 over 10, sort of, you know. But we are gearing up to what I wanted to talk to you about. You, you need to watch Startup. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I, I've got it queued up. I just don't have the time. I'll, I'll give you. It's a big need pace. That's it's not action. Okay. It's all about tech, big tech, and how people raise funds and all that. Okay. These days, you mm-hmm. know, I, I kind of like it, but I like it because of the Asian mix. Mm-hmm. Uh, Asian, Haiti, the Haiti background that they infused into it. Mm-hmm. It kind of exposed us into um, what the um, Asian um, culture is like. You know? I kind of like it. Then, um, what about Dynasty? Dynasty. Oh, Dynasty. Oh. My wife is the one watching that one. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not that for that one. I'm not that for that one. See, Why? you don't like this kind of movie? They say, no, nah, it just doesn't do it for me. And the old school it. Dynasty, the old school Dynasty, I really enjoyed that, I really enjoyed that one. Yeah. But this one just doesn't really do it for me. Uh, now, I love the, yeah, go on. Halloween passed. Halloween came and went, you know. And, um, you know, one thing that I wanted to do, because I was very unwell during that period, and I had a few days off. So what I did was, I went online, and I decided to watch all the Halloween movies with Michael Myers. I watched everything from start to finish. Yeah, I had the time, you see. So I saw all of the versions of Halloween. And I have to say, probably pound for pound is up there with some of the best best slasher movies for me but that's not what i'm coming to you know as i was watching this stuff you start this guy michael myers he won't die they burnt him they, they, they set him on fire he didn't die they hit him with car multiple times he didn't die they shot him where from from very tall heights he fell from a tall height from a tall building all the way to the floor multiple times didn't die. Sky, they shot this guy in the eyes. Blood was coming out like this. He did not die. You know. And he did not get blind. He didn't die. They locked him in a room. I put explosive in there. Came out. This guy did not die. You know? And it got me thinking that, hold on a minute. Is this character not one of the most underrated characters in the history of, you know, fiction and stuff? Because if you think about it, it got me thinking of characters like Luke Cage, like uh, Iron Fist, the Iron Fist guy in the 
you know there was there was Luke yeah, Cage. Luke Cage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you think of all of them, Daredevil, even Spider Man, even Spider Man, Jackie Chan, all think of any name. You can't tell me Michael Myers will stand to stand toe to toe with any of these guys now. And I mentioned, so I mentioned Batman. I said, look, we won't give Batman a run for his money as far as superheroes go. You know what somebody said to me? Somebody said, ah, put some respect on Batman's name. I said, guy, will you chill? Batman is just a rich guy that buys toys and harasses people with mental health problems. So please explain to me how IRS, IRS alone can just shut down Batman's operations. If the freeze is out there, everything is shut down, yeah? No, no, no going forward, nothing. Yeah, but it's good some skills My guy, you cannot stab somebody to death. You can't shoot him to death. You cannot explode him to death. You cannot throw him from third building. You cannot burn him. No, Superman will kill him now. I'm not talking of A-list stars, like those extraterrestrials. I don't understand. Okay, anyway, the only clue that man. Michael, why are you stand toe to toe with anybody? Man, don't 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 piss me off. So eventually, how did they get rid of him? He's not dead. Another have... movie is coming out next year. Alright, anyway, the only idea that may I have. Another Halloween movie is coming out next year. The only idea that may I have is this. Maybe unless the pieces his body. That's what I thought. And then separate it. This guy will drop. I'm telling you. I saw up to like nine versions of Halloween. I thought the one they released this year, Halloween Kills. The whole community came together and thought we've had enough. This guy has terrorized this community for over 40 years. It's time for him to die. Let's all pull resources together. People had guns, knives, cutlass, machetes, and all that stuff. I wouldn't even live in that community. That was what I thought. He has terrorized you guys for years, and you are still there. Michael Myers cannot exist in African communities. Yeah. He will show up one day and the whole time will be empty. 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 So, you guys, if you're listening, if you're watching, if you think of you know any superhero, I'm not talking of the A-list stars like um, Superman and all those guys that are actually extraterrestrials themselves. If you think of any, you know, worldly superhero like i'm talking of like the daredevils and Luke like, Cage and uh, like all those guys there that can actually toe to toe if they went against each other that can actually defeat michael myers you get let us know and let us know who your choice is a good question for the directors you know yeah why have we not seen any superhero movie mm-hmm. you know that is teamed around halloween <laughs> That I is what if, it is. That's what the Michael Myers franchise is about. But he's not a superhero. Michael Myers? No, yeah. he's not a superhero, but character-wise, yeah, I know. he can't die. Michael, Michael Myers is about Halloween. What I'm saying is that, why have we not seen a Superman movie that is themed around Halloween? Yeah, because Superman so, yeah. is generally like a, a superhero for all. Like. So it takes holidays when there is Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Good question. But do you, let me counteract that with my own That's question. Do you know what I've always thought of is why is this Superman has never been to Africa? Yeah, exactly. He's supposed to be savior of the world, isn't it? Obvious. Don't Obvious. all these superheroes don't they go to Africa? Yeah, That's why I like what Marvel did. Marvel with all the Avengers. You know, they yeah. went to Lagos. Yeah. They went to because I've always thought, why is it that I have seen almost all superhero movies? I have not once do they not fly over African waters or? Oh, they're, they're just like, oh, I like it cold. I don't like it. <laughs> that could be it, you know. That could be it, you know. That could be it, you know. Ah. 
You know, I will go through but, the. Okay. But seriously, anyway, I would like to see a superhero movie, even Spider Man. Uh, let it be. Let it come out on Halloween Day, like, you know, before Halloween. So that. To be fair, they, I think, I think there's something about, like that, you know, we just don't know. Sure? Most of them, they do Christmas. You know, they do like Christmas yeah, storyline, like but I don't think exactly I don't. Or, there will be Halloween though. Anyways, Halloween is just one day. I mean, the Joker. Big, did the Joker not do Halloween? Was that not why it was, you know, the Joker? Really? Joker is Batman, isn't it? No, no, Joker, Joker. Yeah. The Joker, Joker, the comedy I've guy. The guy that was laughing every time. That I used to yeah, laugh. Yeah, I've not seen it, but who was his? Who was the main actor? The who oh my was, God. I'm looking at his face now, but I can't, that name is just. No, no, I mean. Who was the superhero that was fighting? It wasn't a superhero. They're just talking about how he became the Joker. Oh. What happened? What pushed him to become like uh, to become like that? Yeah, yeah. So, moving on. I need to see that. Uh, there are loads of movies. It's not on Netflix, is it? I think it is. It it's somewhere out, online. It it's somewhere on all those one of those platforms. Yeah, you can watch it on. One but of did those you see Zugatan, the one on Netflix? Oh yeah, I've seen all that. I've seen the series. Yeah, there's shitload of stuff yet to see. I'm yet to see. To be honest. Um, moving forward, on to positive stuff. There's this um, you know, this uh, little lady, Nigerian software, you know, developing teenager. Her name is Tommy Singh Ogunobi. I was amazed when I read that she beat close to 50,000. She actually beat 49,900 prodigies in 170 countries, you know, to emerge one of the 100 global winners in a $1 billion rice initiative. So this young lady now apparently will get lifetime benefits of scholarships, mentorship, funding and career development i mean as a young as a teenager you don't get better, to have that focus and determination to actually achieve a feat like that my guy is what is it's what is what applause, is what applause. you know you I, I like it when i see you come from almost nothing and then maintain this focus to achieve something great in life we celebrate you tommy saying you know you, you know something that stays on my mind recently? The fact that right now, in this time that we are, right now, there are teenagers out there that are actually making money. I'm talking hundreds of thousands of pounds yeah. and dollars in foreign currency, so from cryptocurrency, from NFT, flipping, uh, non-fungible token, or what do they call it? I'm just sitting here like, what am I doing with my life? How can I not learn? Let's learn this thing. Let's make money now, Sky. Let's yeah. get into NFT. See, multiple streams of income is the only thing that can save you now. I've been saying that in the last four or five years now. Yeah. I wish I knew that when I was 18. And I mm. wish, you know. I no, but you did do. Let's be honest with ourselves. No, when we were I in school. Did, but I didn't take it like. Now it's a bit difficult when you're trying to. Raise oh the yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. It gets more difficult because that time and space is not there. But people still try to. You can still scrape it together. It won't be like it, but you know, it's, it's hard though. I get what you mean. Especially when you live in a country where you don't have family support. You know, you have to. You have to. You know, uh, be the. Um, what do you call it? Primary care for your children, which is what it's meant to be. But the thing is, if we were back home. It is always easy to find you know somebody that will look after the kids, do the school run, just give you time to focus on other avenues that can bring in extra income for your family and stuff exactly. like that. I get what you mean. But fam, there is money out there to be made. These kids are making money. Yeah. I mean, look at with music now. You can sit in your house, record music, 
put it online without anything. You don't, you don't need, need anybody. You don't need, a record label. you don't need any middleman. You can do everything and just put it online like that. And if you are lucky, you can strike gold. You get so I don't know. To so, blow, you don't need a record. Yeah, label, you just but, need a hot record. Um, when you're big. It might still be advisable to Yeah, you need them to to, to help you because you need a team. Broaden your horizon. Yeah, you need a team and give you that guide. To yeah, manage. that guidance. Yeah. You know, it's not easy. Look at someone like Whiskey now, for instance, who's done loads of shows in the, um, the US and is coming to the UK this month. You know, imagine if it was just you. <laughs> you know, managing your calendar. Yeah. No, you will hire people to do yeah. it for you, though. Even on the independent side. Uh, exactly. That's that's what I said. You need a team eventually, but. To blue, you don't need anything. You just need you 100%. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. put your 100% again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways, quick question. Yeah, man, go out there and get it, man. Enough respect to everybody just trying yeah, to, man. you know, scrape yeah, things man. together because these are hard times, I'll tell you what. I Before I came here to the studio today, I had to buy a fuel into my car, 50 liters. Let me tell you something. I was looking at that number, the number was just rolling, scrolling like this, eh? And I was having like I was good like like I was being traumatized like it's well this expensive now in England. What's going on? Like bro, these are hard times so there's no money anywhere, please. Right. There's one thing that I was gonna ask you. Yeah. So before um what's it called? Before the first scarcity, mm-hmm. I heard that part of the reason why there was scarcity, you know, also was because before we used E5 petrol, mm-hmm. you know, and now the government has said oh, by September 2021 that it had to be E10. Okay. Okay. Now there's something I've noticed, you know, fueling my own vehicle. Before normally my vehicle, I would fill it up with about 88, going to 99 pounds. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, going to 93 pounds mm-hmm. from for scratch a full, for a full time. From scratch. Yeah. And that will last me a whole longer, you know, than it is now. Now, what well, to fill my car right now? Ninety-nine pounds on the dots. You know, and that's and it will still be less, price, and it just won't, it still won't last as long as yeah, it used to. That's because slightly before I would buy at maybe one thirty-one point something, but now it's one forty-three. Mm-hmm. So I can understand why it's ninety-nine. But what I don't understand is. It doesn't last me as long as the E5 petrol. Have you noticed anything like that? To be honest, and I use diesel though. But yeah, because I don't travel. Anything like that. I don't travel as much as you do. You I see, have, I have so yeah, I've not really paid much attention to stuff like that. Normally, when I walk over the weekend, Friday, Saturday, mm-hmm. I average about maybe like six hundred miles or seven hundred miles for those two days, mm-hmm. and I'll still be at three quarter tank. Right now, as I'm talking to you, I'm at half a tank, less than half a tank. So you're spending more on fuel. Yeah, with this eating, I don't think it's. Okay. I don't think they said it's good for the, the environment. For pollution, it's yeah. good for the environment and all that, but it's not as money saving as. <laughs> <laughs> well, to save the environment, we have to spend money, isn't it? We have it? to spend more. <laughs> oh, no, I don't buy that idea. There should be a way. To save the environment, we have to save, we have to spend money. That's what they are telling us. Welcome to the Morning Loop podcast. Yeah. My name is Femi. This is Sky. You know what it is. Thanks for all your support, for tuning in, for subscribing. I think we have more than one ninety something subscribers. You know what? 
See, we started this thing as a joke. I just wanted to, you know, have a situation where we sit down and just chit chat on our off days from work. But here we are. We're getting thousands. We have over 3,000 people, yeah. you know, watching our videos. Yeah. We have over 190 something subscribers. So I'm thinking if we have 2,000 people watching us and we have 197 people subscribed, what that tells me is we need more subscribers. Don't just watch it, don't just click the watch link subscribe so you can get notifications whenever we post videos and stuff like that okay we appreciate your support it was the first time you realized just how rich how wealthy rich people around you are let me reframe it properly so you can get the, the bigger the full picture you know when you just go about your life your day-to-day -day, just doing you mm -hmm. and just you know being yourself and all that stuff like way back when we were both in nigeria and yeah. we were uni where some of us will leave uni and go back to our very tiny flats in the middle of the slum somewhere or you know we, we were considered lower class because yeah. there's nothing like middle class in nigeria let's be honest yeah, you, you have the little lutas and mm. the very rich up there and then you have there's no middle class in Nigeria yeah, anymore. Where are they? They're, they're, yeah, maybe where they're are they? Now, but still middle class. Where? For where? No, if you can. Okay, let me put it this way. If, if you can, if you have a roof over your head, a decent roof over your head, you can afford breakfast. You can afford to send your. That's not how they know. School. That's not how they know middle class is. How do you know? Let me tell you. They in are, Nigeria, they are, I'm talking they about are, Yeah, they are lower class people that can still fit that pain. Yeah, but okay, so who will now be the upper class? The people who don't have a decent over their head. The upper class of any society, yeah. like the UK now, the yeah. upper class. When you say upper class, yeah. you are talking of the twats like Jacob Rees Mogg or what's his name. All those guys that went to, to Eton College, all those Lord, people that all those Lord people Lord that sugar. own properties, what sugar. Yeah, all those yeah. people that own properties worth millions on Kensington yeah. and all those places. Those are the upper class. Now, the middle class in this country, and if you don't know, the middle class too is slowly, but in 40 years' time, there will be no middle class in this country again. If we continue on this, on, no, if we continue on this road, hear me out. Middle class, as far as UK goes, yeah, excuse me, are people who have their mortgages, okay, who are still paying their mortgages. They have one or two cars in the family being paid off or bought secondhand or whatever. They have kids in school and all that stuff middle class they don't have to worry about where the next meal comes from dad is probably dad is working yeah that's the yeah dad is working mom is work mom has a job now the lower class you will probably find one member of that family either the dad or the mom or both of them on benefits okay now we are not talking about why they are on benefits or how they got there but they are on benefits okay and when you're on benefits your life is limited you can't just say oh let's take all the four kids to um to jump and jack or whatever because you're thinking of we don't have that spare money to do that yeah. you cannot maintain a car you cannot maintain two cars surely yeah you get what i mean so now once you have to start thinking of where your next meal will come from i mean think about it they only deducted 20 pounds from universal credits and look at the effects it's going to have on thousands of people yeah. on benefits so those are the lower class you have a couple that has no benefits but dad has to work two jobs mom has to work two jobs just so they can get the bills paid they can get fuel in the car to do school run and mate you are lower, don't deceive yourself yeah. you are lower class yeah that's what I'm saying. you are lower yeah, class yeah. the middle class are those people who have 
mortgages 300k 400k 500k mortgage they have one or two cars in the family they don't have to worry about where the food is they always have money to buy food in the house and stuff like that that is in first world societies now why i said in 40 50 years time the middle class in this country too will slowly but surely melt and fade away into the lower class because if you think about it those middle class now okay that have enough to pay mortgage to afford two cars in the family to take kids on one holiday a year and stuff like that they are slowly but surely stressing out too inflation is coming in covid fucked a lot of people up so you see those people now too are having situations where they are beginning to check their finances carefully and once you have to always go into your finance every two seconds to check if am i in red eyes my overdraft fam you are slowly big, you are lower class, you don't deceive yourself. Now with Nigeria, when you talk about upper class, you have the politicians, yeah. you have the looters, you have businessmen who are multi-millionaires, yeah. who have done well for themselves. You have families that have that, you know, family money. When they talk to you, old school money, mm-hmm. you get me? Upper class, they have a house, they have a mansion. You know, in Nigeria, we don't have money. Mansion. You have a mansion, your house is yours, okay? You don't have to think about uh, you have probably more than two cars in the family you never have to think about where your food is from your kids are probably in private school somewhere okay they probably have their own drivers they have to ferry them to school and back you get what i mean now if you are talking of lower class in nigeria my guy you know nigeria has two type of lower class too think about it nigeria has one level level a upper lower class in my own opinion though are those people who live in places like semi slums? All those names that sound like somebody vomiting. You know? If you are talking of Adigbe, you know, all those places where. You know? All those places where you know there is no, no, no attraction anywhere. You know? Those people who will come out and say, This is my house. They have built one three bedroom flats there. They own their own house. They have well in front of their house. You get me? Yeah. But those people, they don't have car. They too have to struggle to put food on the table. They can't afford to send their kids to private schools. You know, not every landlord in Nigeria has money. There are people who call themselves landlord, but the house has been there for 300 years. You know, those are the upper lower class. Now, the lower lower class are the people you will find in Ajigunle. You are getting me. You go to Badagri. People who cannot afford to rent house anywhere. They are working in mainland Lagos, so, but they have to travel four hours to Badagri because that's where they can get cheap rent. Cheap house. You get me? Don't deceive yourself. You know when you are lower class. I was talking lower class for many years in Nigeria because we live in face me, I face you. You get me? So in my opinion, when it comes to Nigeria society, there are two types of lower class. Mm-hmm. The lower lower class are those people who you know that they can't even afford to send kids to school. Babe Dosa was a gate man. God bless his own. He had 11 children. When you are a gate man, you are living in one room with 11 children. How much does a gate man get? You are lower class, my G. You get, so, so you get where I'm coming from. So my question is, when you're living your life, you know, there's a saying that my mom says, what you don't see, you don't miss. Yeah. Those lower, lower class now, they know they are rich people somewhere. Mm-hmm. But... You go live in the midst of those people, and what you will find is people just going about life, in just day to day. You find them being 
happy amongst themselves. That's why people are saying Nigeria are the happiest people on earth. And miss in the midst of suffering, we will be smiling. Which is why the great fella said suffering and smiling. You get me? So now, when you are probably a, a what do you call them now, middle class or lower class, and you encountered your very first experience of wealth in another human being. What was your like this person now uh, um, on Twitter, Tim Herrera, said his first experience of encountering a wealthy person was when he was in uni and in his first semester, somebody pointed out another student that was wearing a four thousand dollars coat, a coat that cost four thousand dollars, and he said his brain literally couldn't even comprehend that one piece of clothing could cost that much four thousand dollars. For me, it was when I was much, much younger. I think I was in, I think I must have been in, I was in GS1 or 2 then. I was very young, living in Nigeria. And we used to live with my grandma in a place in Lagos called Lawansin. And if you know Lawansin, smack middle class, where everybody had flats, you know, and, you know. And we went on holiday. To one of our distant relatives like that in my 12. And if you know my 12 in those days, my 12 in those days where, where they had all these big companies where people bought land and built their mansions and stuff. And it was my first time of encountering such I won't call it. <laughs> I was it was like I was dreaming from the gates. From the gate, when they opened the gate, when the gate man opened the gate like this. And we went into the house. In my twelve. When I'm talking of, I was in GS1 then. I mean, think about it. Before all the banana islands and all the nonsense came up. If you think about, from the gates of this house, yeah. If you stand at the gate, you can't see the house. Number one, you have to drive from the gates for like a good two to three minutes before you get to the main house. So from the gates, their own like. All that land, all that beautiful flowers everywhere. And then you get to the house and you see this plush mansion. And I thought to myself, you know, I went into the house, you see, and I thought, hold on a minute. This is the sitting room. Very big place. Back in the day, oh, no flat screen, oh, but they had this huge TV. And I thought, wow. And somebody told me, no, that's not the sitting room. That's just the foyer that's just the foyer where you know visitors will sit down before they tell them to go inside. I'm like, you know, as a kid, I was like, what? This is money. Until I then realized that if they wanted to cook stew or something, maybe oh, they said, what are we eating tonight? Oh, let's have turkey and rice. We went outside and I went all the way down another road and they showed me this like a small poultry. It was for that family alone. You know? They will go in and kill that turkey right there. And then cook it. Yeah, they kill what I was like, they had goats, pigs, everything in there. And I thought, wow. So this is how some people live. And the owner of that house, he only owned all he did was he owned a paper, a paper factory. That's all. You know this white A4 paper that you put in yeah. your printer? That was the only thing they were manufacturing in that factory. <laughs> because you know why? Nigeria back in those days. When you put money, when you invest money in a business, you actually see that there is no unnecessary. You know, nowadays now to do business in Nigeria is like hell. They have put so many things in place where you'll be frustrated. 
by the time they charge you for this, charge you for that, as you are balancing those, another people will just come and say, we are from the department of one thing that you have never had in your life. Uh, you have to pay 200000 for Kinecon. And this is the country where they don't even have stable electricity. So you understand, back in the day, you invest... Yeah, but you invest, yeah, you invest money in a business, you know, all this man had... You get me here? All this man had then was a paper uh, mill factory. When we come back from secondary school then and primary school, there will be lights from four from three fifty. When we will see that uh-huh. that yeah, lights on TV, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> at four o'clock, uh-huh. and there will be light till about nine o'clock. Uh-huh. And then they might take you a little while. Then bring it back. You know, the funny thing was then people were complaining. Though. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Yeah, but we were complaining. Mostly in the midst of contentment. We were not complaining because uh, people were still saying that oh, petrol is expensive. Yeah, we were not kerosene, yeah, kerosene is expensive. We were complaining for decent, yeah, normal, normal, you know, uh, living standard. But the light is not there 24 hours. But, like, but you don't get me. Nigeria has always had electricity problem. Nigeria has always had electricity problem, right? But the problem is, if you think of, I think it started by around 82. But that's what I'm saying. We've always had it, don't we? We've always had electricity problems, don't we? But if you think about it, there was a time in Nigeria where you could leave your house in the morning. I, I mean, the way they used to leave me in school. I can remember days where I would walk from Lawansing all the way to Idiaraba. Because I, I schooled at uh, one of my schools was Unilag Star School then. I would walk all the way as a child. It was normal to see kids walking all the way to school with no fear that they are going to get kidnapped and their head chopped up for rituals. You get what I mean? There was nothing like Yahoo Boy back in those days. Nothing like Yahoo Plus. You know? So all the new things that have now been introduced into the Nigerian society as a result of our greed. I mean, just recently. I overheard my wife having a conversation with one of our friends on the phone yesterday. Wait, what's today? Today's Sunday. That was, yeah, Saturday was yesterday, yeah. And apparently one of our friends invested some money with some people, with some of, they're all friends though, but the difference is, this is my wife's friend, lives in the UK, and our friends that she went into business with were in Nigeria to start a poultry and everything. And one person, one person, stole out the body. What do you think? It was amazing. Uh, I just thought you can blame the go- you can blame the government all you want. You but is anyone, anyone talking over, about over what we are? You cannot, you cannot even trust your own family yeah, now. Culture in some places in Africa, mm-hmm. and it made me know that actually, the Portugal was one of the first people to conquer some parts in Nigeria. Then they sold it to the British. I didn't even know that. Before. You understand? So, like the Benin parts, they sold, they actually sold it to the British. The Portugal yeah, left. that's why. That's why you find. That's why you find if you go to places like Portugal, Brazil, some of those South American exactly. countries, they speak Yoruba, they speak some of our Nigerian languages there. Portugal fluently. was one that Portugal actually conquered Brazil. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. So, well, anyways, first of all, we were not talking, and this guy, when, when I mentioned, we've, we've we've segued into something else now. We have to try and draw ourselves back. 
Because we are still coming back to this corruption stuff. When I mentioned corruption, this guy just said he said major problem with Africa that he, in his own experience, working as a UN is the people. You understand that? It's yeah, that's it. And let's be honest. Let's be honest with ourselves. Before you blame the people. If you and I, you understand, if we continue the way we are, like, you can't even just send your cousin money to one. They will spend this because at the back of their mind, they'll be thinking, my family wasn't going to do this. You know, go kill me now. No conscience, no. We have become soulless. I mean, think about it. There was a time in this same Nigeria. Let me give you an example. My mom was so sick one time. She had an accident. And I was too young. This was before phones, before mobile phones came to Nigeria. This was, this was before, ATM, uh, before ATM machines. None of that. I was, I was, I think I was in primary school then, actually. She was so sick. And they rushed her. To the hospital but you know how nigeria is if you don't pay payment on front if you don't pay they won't treat you and our life was really you know it was a, a sort of life and death situation and a stranger just somebody that came to you know came around the hospital to with a group of people to see someone volunteered took my all my mom's bank details and everything and got a letter went all the way to her bank to withdraw a large sum of money that he brought to the hospital for her to pay. If he vanished, they won't see him again. Yeah. Try that today. You can't do that anymore. You get me? So, Nigeria, has never, Nigeria, Nigeria wasn't always just, like that, is Nigeria what I'm trying to say. I mean, no, what I'm trying to say is Nigeria wasn't always like, like the way it is now. Actually, the government started teaching us. So, the government, yeah. So, people were like, you know, and now we are in a place now where to reverse this is for me i think it's almost going to be impossible short of us adopting like the north korean style where if you get caught stealing they hack your head off or saudi arabia where you know, short of us adopting the style of some countries that we still consider backwards and barbaric where if you steal if you are corrupt they kill you that is the only way we can achieve you know, because let, let me put let me put it let me put corruption in nigeria and in another way yeah why it is going to be very impossible for us to get out of this situation and find ourselves if we keep having people like Femi Fanikayode oh my god don't mention that man's don't mention that there are many people like him out there Nigeria politicians Nigeria politicians this set of this crop of politicians actually have to die that's the only solution as an example if we have people like that and even Dele Momodu People who blame the ruling class only for them tomorrow to be invited and they join that ruling class. Mm-hmm. You know, Dele Momodo has gone back to No, the that's why they said absolute power corrupts. <laughs> Dele Momodo has gone back to PDP. No, that's why they said uh, power, yes, that is what power does. That is what that was blaming uh, Buhari and swearing for them. That is what he power. Said, ah, mm-hmm. that he has realized that the only way to yep to to, is to work from they will tell you to, to work, work from, from the inside, inside. <laughs> this is what they do uh, they are, if they are close to power they can change things what you get me so crazy. let's go back let's go back to where we were before you know somebody said their own experience of wealth their own their first experience of wealth was when they were in they were in college and one of their classmates 
abandoned a $120,000 car in school. They finished college. You know when you finish uni, everybody's going home. And this guy abandoned a $120,000 car in school because he didn't want to take a used car home. And she just thought, wow. This is my own experience. experience. When we were graduating in um, secondary school, Obey mm -hmm. College. Okay, normally this guy is got stupid money. This guy's dad, first of all, to lay background is his dad his dad is um, was the military administrator of Delta mm -hmm. when I was in secondary school I was finished. Now this guy normally would come with at least two soldiers for the Childish is the boss, still show of wealth, isn't it? You know, there was a there's this Irish man called O'Leary. Now, this is this is another level of wealth. So, what, what happened was this guy he got is a CEO of an airline, okay, and he got fed up of traffic every time he tries going to the airport to catch a, 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 a flight. He was always caught getting there late just because of heavy traffic. You know what this guy did? Just for him alone, yeah? He started a taxi company. Registered. Start, bought taxi. Yeah? And do you know the sole purpose of this? So that he can pass, uh, what do you call it? Taxi lane. The cab lane. He started his own taxi cab company. And the company is for him alone to carry. He's the only passenger that they will carry because he flies a lot. So, so that I will be getting to the airport late, so that I can officially pass taxi lanes without getting any reprimand or anything like that. And I thought, how ah, else is that? Well, is that not a show of wealth, like on a different level? You know, uh, you were talking about corruption. Yes, bro. yes, now. <laughs> Register it and off you are gone, innit? I'm talking about corruption the other time. And I thought this is a good segue. Because I don't know if you heard of what happened like, uh, I think two or three weeks ago now, where uh, a 22 story building collapsed in uh, Ikoyi in Lagos, Nigeria. And apparently, what happened was the guy responsible for constructing that building, that project. The foreigners, this is all information I gathered online, okay? The foreigners, he um, sort of contracted to help with the building. They advised him that, oh, this building can only go for five stories, okay? Five-story building. And he sort of sacked them all and apparently got approval from the Lagos State government. 
because everybody's now saying, oh, the guy is free, this guy is free. Somebody approved. Somebody giving the approval to continue with that project. And they actually gave him the approval to build 15-story buildings. And this guy went on to build 22-story buildings. I've seen pictures of the rubble and of the pillars supporting the foundation. And if you see those things, I won't even put a 10-story building on them. And this guy built a 22. Now, this is the problem I have. And this is the issue of corruption and greed that we're talking about. Apparently, this man, okay, actually does, he, he, build, he, he gets contracted to build projects like that abroad even in UK here and he would never do a substandard job okay he's the guy yeah I have seen an interview of him on TV boasting that oh if they tell him that no he's just a contractor if, they, if, if, if real engineers tell him to do this he'll just do this he won't listen to them he'll just do that now guess what he died he's one of the casualties that died when the building collapsed. And from what from, from what I've started reading recently, apparently his family now are already fighting over, over his uh, riches, over his wealth, over his bank details, cars and stuff like that, his properties. You know, it is crazy. It's almost as if being in Nigeria, as long as you are rich, you can break every law you want to. And when challenged, the only thing you hear them say is, do you know who I am? Do you know who my father is? You know, stuff like that. And I don't know when we are going to get rid of this mentality. Because it's honestly, do you, are you not here? It's like that should be our motto. You know, on that uh, coat of arms, where they put unity and something, peace and peace. just put the little wire. No, for real. That, that should be what it is. That should be our, our motto as Nigerians. Because that is the card we pull out every single time. It's almost as if every law in that country. Because once you are rich, you can almost get away with anything. Honestly, you are, you are seeing it as you are browsing. Apparently, dozens of people are dead already. And so many injured. Because some people wanted to be... Do you know that he sold each of the flats, 22-story building, for $1.2 million? And people already paid. I will see how those people will get their money. Look at people that are paid as well. Where they get that <laughs> in Nigeria, you know, in public conglomerates, corporations, looters, exactly. you know, it is crazy. It is crazy. It's crazy. Apparently, only one company, there was a company called Prowess Engineering. That company actually rejected the opportunity to work on that project because they just felt that, look, there's no integrity in building this building beyond fourth floor. But this money not missing. 22 stories and you actually, with your full chest, you want people to go into the building and be living there. Something you will not do abroad. Apparently, he collects, he gets contracts to build houses abroad. But you will never do that. But you are willing to do it to your people. Now he's gone. Died in the rubble. You know, you can't hear of these things and not just marvel at how soulless we have become as a people. We have become as a people, and so many of us bring this attitude and mentality away from Nigeria to take it abroad. So many of us take it abroad. So many deaths. 
you know, I wanted this episode to be only positive vibes only. We've had fun, we've chat, you know, we've laughed. But I just feel that, you know, you always have the good and the bad, and we have to also look at it like this. We won't keep you long, you know. We have to round up the episode now. Like I said, if you have topics you want us to discuss, drop it in the comment section. Critique us, advise us, continue supporting us. We appreciate your support, and uh, we thank you for being there, being there with us on this journey. And uh, yeah, this is episode what actually 34. You know, until we see you in the next episode. I remain Femi Anthony. This is Shepherd Sky. Take care of yourselves and be kind to one another. Bye.